When it comes time for dessert, are you team cake or team pie? Or maybe both. I definitely fall into the both category, though different times of year I edge to one or the other. And as I'm recording this, we're right on the doorstep of fall and I'm dreaming about those fresh from the oven, warm, delicious pies that the season always brings about. So in this week's episode, I'm gonna share with you a few of my favorite pies for the fall season and the pairings that I love to put with them. Now, if you haven't been sure exactly what to pair with pies, I got you covered in today's episode and I have some options for each of the different pie styles. And at the end of the episode, I'm gonna be share with you the one wine that I consider my safe bet when you're pairing with pies. So be sure to stay to the end. So if you're ready, let's dive in and get started. And we're talking mouth-watering, delicious fall pies and the pairings that go with them. Let's get started. Hi everyone, and welcome to The Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aranozar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I have been a professional sommelier for almost 20 years now, and it is my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical. And practical in that I want you to feel comfortable and confident making wine decisions, not only for fancy events, but in your everyday lives, when you're making memories of family and friends. And today's episode is perfect in regards to making memories because we're talking about some of my favorite fall pies and the pairings that go with them. And you might want to get a snack for this episode because as I talk through this, there might be some mouthwatering pairings that we talk through that you might want to have something to nibble on to cut the craving as we talk about how delicious these are going to be. Let's get started with a classic fall pie and this is apple pie. And this is just a classic apple pie in the oven, crust on the bottom and on the top. Now there's obviously lots of different renditions. You can do it in the skillet, you can do it as a crumble, you can do it with caramel in it, all kinds of things. I'm just gonna be talking about your baked apple, tried and true brown sugar, whipped cream or ice cream on the side, apple pie. So this is our first one and this is a classic and let's face it, whether you heat it up in the oven or you bake it from scratch, it's gonna make your house smell delicious and it is always a fan favorite. What are we gonna pair with our apple pie? Well, let's just go back to the tried and true rule in regards to food pairing and that is we always pair to the strongest flavor in the dish and in this apple pie, our strongest flavor is going to be the apples. And so for me, pairing with an apple pie, I love to go into the cider aisle and maybe cider is something you haven't had for a while, but I highly recommend that you take a browse down your cider aisle in your favorite store, and you might be amazed at all of the different options. Now, if you have it available in your market, we have a beautiful iced cider that comes out of Quebec here in Canada, but it may be available in other places in the world. So if you can find an iced cider, this is very rich and sweet, and it is delicious, and just a little bit on the side is a wonderful pairing and is beautiful. But if you can't find an iced cider, then you're looking for an off dry or a sweet cider style. You need that little bit of sweetness in the cider and you may even be able to get a rosé off dry or sweet cider. And this is beautiful in the glass, but it's also delicious. But that cider really brings in, the cider's going to have a, some acidity as well. So your mouth's going to water and cut through some of the sugars in the pie. But a cider is going to be my first pick pairing with apple pie. It is delicious. And if you haven't had it, I highly recommend you'll give it a go. 
Now the other option here is if you do want to do a wine because of the flaky crust and the butter, there's lots of butter mixed in with those apples, is if I'm doing a wine here, I'm going to go to a full bodied rich Chardonnay. And here I'm looking for a Chardonnay out of a warm climate, or if I'm looking for one from France, I'm looking specifically for a Pouliffusé or a Saint Ferrand. Those are coming from Burgundy. They're going to be fuller bodied style of Chardonnay with oak and those warm apple and vanilla notes as well. Otherwise, on the wine note on the back of the label for the Chardonnay, you're looking for those markers of vanilla, apple, creamy. These are going to give you clues that the wine you're looking for is going to be rich enough, full-bodied enough to pair deliciously with that apple pie. So those are my options for apple pie. It is delicious, but I highly encourage you to take a wander down the cider aisle. I think you'll be amazed. Obviously, you can also do a warm cider here if you want to. So you can pick up your cider or make a cider punch and serve it at the end. It's a delicious way. Or if you're having your pie in the afternoon or after lunch, for example, then the warm cider is a really nice option as well. So really fun pairing ideas there for you for the apple pie. Let's move on to pie number two, and this is our classic pumpkin pie. Now, if you're in Canada, we're celebrating Thanksgiving in early October, or if you're in the United States, your Thanksgiving is going to be later in November. However, pumpkin pie is something we all share and we all love, and no matter when your Thanksgiving is, it's probably going to be part of it. So what do we pair with pumpkin pie? You have a few different options here. I really like a 20-year-old tawny port. The reason I choose a 20-year-old is I find that the 10 isn't enough brown sugar and caramel notes to bring in with the pumpkin, but the 30s and the 40s are almost too sweet, too much caramel. So my preference personally is to do with a 20-year-old tawny. Now, as always, you'll do you, and if you have a favorite, you can definitely pair that. But if, if this is your first experience with having ports with your pumpkin pie, then I really think that that 20-year-old tawny port is going to be delicious. And when you're shopping for it, you'll just head over to the port wall and you'll literally see 20-year-old on the label, and you're just going to pick the different house. So there's different port houses. So whether that's Wares or Taylors, you'll see the different names, but the 20 year old is what you're looking for from whichever brand you're selecting. Now, the other option here that you can do with pumpkin pie is you're looking to pull out the smoothness. It's always nice and rich. That buttery Chardonnay that we talked about with apple pie, you could definitely pair here as well. That's going to work because it's going to tie in with the buttery flaky crust. But the other thing I really like to do is a nice liqueur in coffee. And I really like a warm drink at the end of the meal sometimes, especially in the fall. And so this is where, whether it's a hazelnut liqueur, there's all kinds of beautiful liqueurs here that you can tie in. So the Frangelicos, for example, even a Kahlua, and just a bit of coffee with that is really, really delicious. Now, most likely there's going to be a pumpkin spice liqueur at this time of year as well that might be available. You can obviously pull that in. Just remember that if you have two flavors that are really similar, they almost dull each other out. So it's nice to have a bit of a contrast or a complementary flavor. So if you do a pumpkin spice liqueur with your pumpkin pie, you might find that while they're delicious, they kind of mute each other. Just a quick note there in regards to flavors that are in the same category. Just watch that they don't just kind of dull 
each other. That can happen as well. I love a nut-based liqueur in a coffee at the end of the meal here. It's really nice, even just amaretto in a little tea if you wanted to do that as well. Those are some of my favorite options in regards to my pumpkin pie pairing. Now let's move on to pecan pie. Now pecan pie, it is like a butter tart in a dish with the nuts on top. It is brown sugar, sweet molasses, all of those wonderful flavors. Again, there are other renditions here, whether you line it in chocolate or there's bourbon in your pie, all of those delicious. I'm talking about the classic version here of brown sugar, molasses, the pecans, the toastiness, the butter, all of this goodness. And here's where we can have some fun with the pairing. Now, if you have a bottle of the 20 year old Tawny Port at home, this is another option, but be careful here in that you're gonna put sweet on top of sweet. So you might go into a bit of a sugar shock afterwards, but also they will mute each other out a little bit. We go back to that discussion we just had in regards to the pumpkin pie. So if you're having something sweet with something sweet, they will dull each other. They will mellow each other out. So here's some fun red wine options for you to basically bring a berry flavor on top of the pecan. It's a bit of a contrast, but complementary flavor. And here you can do a Zinfandel. So a rich, beautiful Zinfandel wine style here is full bodied. It's like putting a berry sauce on top. You may have some local berry liqueurs available in the liquor store or the wine store near you. And this is a really great opportunity to pull in some of those local liqueurs. So this is a nice option to just try something on the side. And if you're looking to make a signature cocktail, you can use those signature local liqueurs. So if there's a strawberry or a blackberry liqueur, for example, with a little bit of Prosecco in it to make it a bit of a signature cocktail. You can go, if you're in the liqueur aisle, you have the Chambord or the Cassis. So again, those red berry flavors coming through with a little bit of Prosecco will make a nice complimentary cocktail on the side. But the Zinfandel is going to be delicious. And if you head on into the Italian aisle, we have Lambrusco here, which is a sparkling, a frizzante, red, sort of nice cherry, raspberry flavored, slightly sparkling red wine that is off dry, that is delicious with this pie and really fun. And sometimes it's a wine style that people haven't had before and it just adds a smile to your face at the end of the meal. Not that the pie is not going to do that already, but it is delicious. So Lambrusco is really, really fun. And again, you get those berry flavors, it's off dry, there's a bit of acidity and it helps in between bites and it is really a fun pairing. So definitely give that one a go. And then the last pie I want to talk to you about is a berry pie. And this is a mixed berry pie. So you may have blueberries and blackberries, raspberries, all kinds of things. It's the end of season. So lots of ripe berries and put them all together. And it makes a wonderful concoction, if you will, inside a delicious flaky pastry crust. And so here's some different options for your mixed berry pie. You can also do this with a crumble as well. These pairings will work here as well because both the crumble and the crust are going to be butter-based and flaky and delicious. So in regards to pairings here, that Lambrusco we just talked about, you could definitely pull in that Lambrusco, that little frizzante off dry sweet red from Italy. Delicious, it'll pull out the different berry flavors in the pie. Other options here is here in Canada, and you'll be able to find this potentially in other places in the world too, is we we do ice wine, but 
I want you specifically to look for the Cabernet Franc ice wine. So this ice wine is gonna look rosé in the glass. It's a very beautiful pink, but made from the Cabernet Franc grape variety. And this is just luscious and delicious. If you've had strawberry rhubarb pie before, definitely as soon as you smell this wine, you're going to get hints of strawberry rhubarb pie on the nose. And it's a really nice sort of complimentary sweet berry flavor beside. It's beautiful in the glass. You just need a little side glass of it, but with the pie, it definitely is fairly decadent and very delicious. So definitely if you have a Cabernet Franc ice wine, this is a special treat to serve it with your pie. And with the berry, you could also do off dry rosé. So white Zinfandel is an option here if you wanted to. But if you have an off dry rosé, this can be a lovely place to add this here as well. Again, you're looking for that sweetness, just a touch of it in the wine, some nice berry aromas, but you don't want it too sweet or it's going to mellow out with the pie. So something that's going to add a little bit of contrast here. And you can definitely do those liqueurs that we spoke about as well. If you have the berry liqueurs that are local, it's a wonderful chance to try some of these here. And you can add a little bit of Prosecco to those local liqueurs because they may be really sweet. So a little Prosecco turns them into a beautiful cocktail to pull together. And so pairings for that berry pie, you're really looking to bring out the berry flavor within the crust and also experience the glass with a complimentary flavor of the same. So really, really delicious pairings for you there. Now, I promised you I was gonna share with you my go-to wine style if you're having pie, I keep in the house as a go-to wine, and that's gonna be a fuller-bodied champagne. And the reason I choose a fuller-bodied champagne, or I should say sparkling wine style, and I'm gonna give you some specific styles here in a second, is because I'm going to team up with the flaky crust. I'm looking for a sparkling wine, which is always lovely. And sometimes, unfortunately, we just use them for a toast or the beginning of the meal and we forget how food friendly they are. And they're so food friendly. So sparkling wine is beautiful at the end of the meal. You may be full. They're going to bring a levity to the table. It looks like a celebration. You bring a delicious warm pie out and serve for everybody. It is nothing more decadent with a glass of bubbles on the side. And in regards to what are you looking for when you're looking for a fuller style of bubbles. Here on the back label or in the wine note, you're looking for words such as vanilla, toast, creamy, rich. These are clues to the styles. Now, some wines that I can tell you I use often are going to be a Cremante Alsace because of the Pinot Gris and the Pinot Blanc in the mix, always a little bit fuller. So it's definitely a go-to wine style for me in regards to pie pairing. Anytime I have a flaky crust, this also works for savory pies. So in regards to a tortilla, for example, or a chicken pot pie, you can have this here. For champagne, one of my favorites here is going to be the Piper Heidsick Red label. So just classic champagne, fuller bodied, nice and rich. And then from South Africa, the Grand Beck sparkling wine is also one that I really find has a nice weight to it in regards to pairing with those pies. And just to call out that these wines are by no means an ad in any way, shape or form. It's just me telling you about brands that I use and I find balance really well with those flaky pie crusts. So if there are wine styles that you have favorites of and are in your market, then continue to use those. I'm just wanting to give you a couple that I know should be available worldwide and are going to be easy for you to find. 
So I hope that you have had fun with me today learning about four of my favorite fall pie styles, but also my pairing ideas to go with them. Maybe your mouth is watering a little bit, you're feeling inspired to go pick up a pie or make a pie, but now you have some great ideas on the different pairings you can bring to the table and see if it takes a dessert that was already decadent and delicious up a whole new level by bringing a pairing into it. And you can play around with the pairings. You Just because you have a pairing one time doesn't mean you always have to have the same pairing pairing or maybe do two side by side and do a comparative pairing with your pie. How much fun can that be? Share these with family and friends, see if everybody and see what everybody thinks about the pairing. And hopefully some of the pairings I've suggested today help you navigate into a new area of the wine store so that you get to go on a bit of an adventure and off the beaten path, if you will, of the normal wines that you've been shopping for. Now, if you haven't had a chance to discover your very own palette personality with my fun quiz, you can find the link very easily in the show notes, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening into the audio format, or feel free to visit the website at winegirlacademy.com. It's a very fun, fast quiz. And once you take the quiz, you're going to discover which palette personality you fall into out of the three different palette personalities that I've identified. And you'll get a whole book about your palette and about the wine styles you'll enjoy and words that you can use to help you find wines when you're shopping, whether online or in store. And it's a really fun quiz to take. So if you haven't done that, I highly recommend that you take a few minutes and go through that, share with family and friends and see who has the same one as you, or maybe how different you all are. It's really fun. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself and about other people who take the quiz. As always, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I hope I have inspired you with some fall pairing ideas as summer is unfortunately coming to a close, but a brand new beautiful season is about to unfold. And so now you have some delicious pairings to bring in that cooler weather and enjoy with family and friends. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Cheers to you. Bye now.